Hello, and welcome back to Ebb and Flow. Uh, thank you guys for listening to episode one, um, our episode that we created about creativity. Uh, episode two is going to be about fears and what fears look like to us and how we overcome them and the guides and the limitations that it kind of sets in our lives. So yeah, well, I'll go ahead and start by asking you what... What are you scared of? No, what are you fearful of? Okay, well, um, I was scared of everything. A little side note, um, it was because my mother raised me. She was a wonderful woman, beautiful woman, but I was raised, um, and then she was very overprotective, so I wasn't uh, trusted. You felt like you weren't, tr- you, I, you weren't, you lost that sense of trusting myself. Trusting because yourself, because you felt like you relied on somebody. Yeah, right, to- and her effort to protect me and over... It will overprotect me. Um, she would want everything done. She would want to do everything for me, which led to me not trusting myself in doing things, which is why I say because then that led me to be scared of everything. So I was scared. I couldn't talk to people. Uh, horrible social anxiety. I couldn't. Anything where you really had to believe in yourself, I was scared to do. So, well, I did write down. Um, so these are some of my fears. Uh, scared of spiders. Um, fear of embarrassment. Very strong with dancing. Um, I was scared of needles, scared of rejection, scared of uh, people seeing me naked. I guess self body. Self image. Self image, yeah. Body image, there you go. Um, fear of pressure, like performing under pressure. Um, fear of trusting myself. I, fear of death was the biggest one. Fear of heights. Fear of being myself. I think fear they of, all kind of intertwine. Oh, definitely. Right? They all like integrate definitely. in and out of one another. Because um, it all goes back to just. You're not trusting yourself and not trusting the process. The process. Uh, scared of success, scared to live free, uh, scared of leaving home, and scared of public speaking, among other things. So, yeah, just scared to live, scared to be alive. <laughs> but, not funny. But, so, what is now? No, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, so, and then the biggest fear was probably death. I've had that since I was a little kid. It started very young. Is that still a current fear of yours? It's still current, but I've find the mind state to um, deal with it a lot better. Mm-hmm. Well, so, uh, side note, or the quick backstory: when I was a little kid, um, growing up, so the first memories I've had were uh, of being extremely scared of death at, you know, five years of age. Wow. So, um, and I can very, remember very vividly uh, those uh, fears, very scared of death, but I, and I had no concept of it, so it was really weird for a child to have that, which obviously makes me believe that I've been here before. Right. Or my soul has. Um, and then before that, my mom was telling me stories about even before I can remember how scared I was of death, crying, fits, everything. Um, so that's where it started. And I've been scared ever since to this day where I process it as, um, like you from something you said, where we're all, um, well, the idea is that we're all one consciousness. And when you die, you're just being returned back to that consciousness. Yeah. Um, that's a lot more... Soothing. Relax, soothing and relaxing for me because obviously I don't, mm-hmm. I don't. It's because we want to conceptualize it and like that's my way of conceptualizing it and coming right. to terms with uh, death because yeah, it's our mind. We want to control it all. We want to control but it. But I think that is a good. And we want to tell ourselves where we're going and all this, which yeah. we don't know. And the yeah. thing is, um, you just got to look at it like uh, before you were born, you know, it was nothing. It's going to be nothing. You don't know what. You don't we, know. We don't know where we are. Well, <laughs> where, yeah. where you are, where you're going with that, yeah. We don't know what's going on right now in this moment. Um, well, what about you? 
So, well, what are your current fears right now oh. in this moment, in this well, day well, and age? We'll talk about this after, but I faced all these fears, so none of them now. You're not scared of any of those fears? Not at all? Subconsciously, you don't... Subconsciously? You don't dance with those little fears or... Yeah, but, but on my relationship with fear, I used to let fear control me, and now I control, not control fear, but I dance with it, you know? I love her. So. I like that in this episode, yeah. now you're going to steal everything that I said to I you. I don't know, let's steal some of the things you said. It fits so perfectly, so why not? So uh, the things I'm scared of, mm-hmm. I uh, face uh, head up, you know, so I'm not, so the things I'm scared of are not a problem anymore. And they do come back a little bit. So uh, obviously fear of trusting myself, some of those big ones. Scared of death, but like I said, I have a better uh, outlook on it. And scared of... Commitment? Scared of commitment because I want all my options available at all times, which I gotta get over. Um, and scared of, like you know, scared of being a slave. I don't wanna know what well, I don't think we should be working jobs, especially if there's a lot of people out there, uh, creative people that are stuck working horrible jobs. We have the cho- we always have, waste a, your time we have the choice though. There is a choice. I get what you're saying. But I'm scared of dying. That's why I'm I'm trying to set myself up. There's a choice. Well I am setting myself up to be uh work free in the future yeah which a lot of people should do i mean if you're you shouldn't be tied down to a job you're like well i mean that's that goes into another aspect though that goes into societal expectations too of of the idea that you are working beings because a lot of people perceive life that way that we they are working beings but i think that we just perceive it through a different lens of in terms of us being creative beings um or just be. Well, be, right. Well, right. Because some people think that's their all pur- right. purpose. Right. Yeah, purpose yeah. So it goes back to purpose. Exactly. All people like, there's also people, I'm not saying it's better or worse, but there's yeah. also people who are like, I got to change the world. Mm-hmm. And if I work at, you know, a, a Yeah, you got to have the, the street, contrasting. You, you got to have the contrast of people, but yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's just not your your outlook on not life. It's to, to work. And yeah, I absolutely and it a lot understand of that. And... Yeah, so. Well, what about you? Thanks for sharing your fears. Oh, you're welcome. In my fears, my previous fears, if I can think back to, because I have terrible memory, um, I would say my I had a fear when I was younger. I re- I remember I had a fear of um, losing people that I cared about. Like I really that was hard for me to conceptualize. Um, possibly, like the death of somebody else, not necessarily the death of myself, but the death of somebody else that was you close know the to ages me. Of this? I can't remember the exact ages, but I want to say it was like. I was definitely, like, under 10. I was pretty young. Um, so, yeah, that was really scary. Scary. I would remember staying up, like, late at night. Like, I don't know why, but I have this vision in my head. Like, I was literally laying in bed with my mom. And, like, I just remember, like, I feel like I was crying next to her, like, in the bed. Because I was thinking about, like, her passing away. Yeah, I remember that. And, like, just, like, everybody. And it's so it was so hard to get myself out of that panic mode. Um, and now I, I can obviously counter those thoughts. But death... Or losing people, shall I say, was really, really scary for me. And then uh, regret. But not so much your own death. Not so much my own death. I was very curious about what happened. But I always went back to the saying of like, well, one, everybody dies. So if everybody made it through, like, I can make it through death. Like, it's not, you know, they're going to die. Or, you know, they died. I'm going to die. Like, But the strong rationalization is a little scary. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know. I mean. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I guess I had to think that way. And then that's just kind of what got me out of the spirals is like thinking like, well, everybody dies. Like, you know, they were a soul here one day and in a second they were not there. So if they can do it, I can do it. And then also the idea that 
yeah, I don't know where I was before I was born here onto this earth. Um, I don't know where I was. I don't remember. I had no awareness of where I was. So that also brings me peace because well, it's like, you know, uh, I was reading in the book yesterday. I wish I took so much more notes about it. Dang it. Um, but basically talking about... Well, what book is this? It's The Path to Gods. Okay. The Path to Gods. But I'm missing terms. I'm missing... It's uh, about the... Um, what is wrong, guys? Bhagavad Gita. That's his name? I think that's how you say it. It's a, It's like a ancient text. And yes, but... It, but it's by Ram Das, and the, the last chapter that I was reading about was about death and about how he overcame fears with death and whatever. But what it, I liked, he had worded it really nicely. Um, and he had said that, well, one, he talked a lot about why a lot of people are actually scared of death. And it's in like our society, um, not to go on a tangent about death, but in our society, we're taught to like cover up death and to, to, to stray away from it and like to hide it. But, and then that makes the pain, like that, that creates that pain and that fear, that deeper sense of fear, um, because you're taught to stay away from it. And then you really have no way of um, preparing yourself to deal with what those things. Yeah. And so he prepared himself actually by going and being with people who were dying and just being with them, just being with them, not lying to them, not telling them that they were going to survive or anything, just being really real with them and like making it okay. And the way he, cons- or the way he explained it was just saying like, um, a lot of people look at, at death as like uh, like an ending, but right. death is like a beginning. And that's how right. I perceive it. Like death really, when you when I think when I die, like I'm going to be at this intense, I'm going to be intense peace, like yeah. samadhi. It's it's just like oneness. Um, well, it's just like life and death are oneness. You can't have one without exactly. the other. They're, exactly, they're exactly. Yin and yang. Exactly. So... I don't know. That was a, be- a very beautiful chapter that I think I read about. and um, Or I think it was a beautiful chapter, but the way he term- put it in terms. But anyway, that's another another discussion. Well, well, and go back to what you said. It should make you a lot more comfortable because I don't know about you, but me and a lot of other people, a lot of people are full of shit, but some people really um, believe that they've been here before and they have, uh, <laughs> they know things that they shouldn't know. Oh, right. Like, yeah. I can't explain at yeah. that young of age, my mom tells me super young. Uh, why are you so scared of death? Yeah, I don't. I don't necessarily like. Maybe I don't go into thought about it deep enough. But I, yeah, I've heard very, uh, a lot of stories about people who have, that you know, they do believe that they have been here before. Their spirit or their soul has been here before. Obviously, not in this, not in their physical form, but, um, but they know a lot of things that they shouldn't, they know, shouldn't know. Um, which is very, very intriguing to me. I personally, yeah. I don't feel like that necessarily, but like, what is deja vu? But look at it like this. I don't know. It, scientifically, energy can't be destroyed. Mm-hmm. So it, it only can be transferred. Yeah. So our souls are energy. So mm-hmm. it had to have been here before. It just keeps transferring between you. Absolutely. Which I definitely believe in. Yeah. yeah. I definitely, we're just incarnations, you, yeah. different incarnations each time. Um, Absolutely. I definitely believe that for sure. I just personally don't, I've never had like a thought, a deep thought or like resonance of like, I've been here before in a different form. I personally have never, but I think it's very intriguing. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's very intriguing. Uh, Okay. So I'm also uh, fearful, which is very, a very, yeah. Rejection. I'm I'm scared scared of rejection. It's very like hard to, to put into terms into words because I feel like I've, my ego wants to protect that and be like, no, you're not scared of rejection, but and it's true. 
Okay. Um, which is fine. I can work through that. That's totally fine. But it's true. Well, but how does it manifest now? It manifests now in ways where I would self-sabotage almost. I would try to self-sabotage. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, but give me an example. I don't need to give you an example. <laughs> I, I mean, pay my picture. Okay, no. Anywho, I, it can be like anything. I mean, the closest, the, the, the I mean, of you and I, sure. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, well, I don't know if I want to put myself out there. Right. Um, you know, I don't know if I'll be received. I don't know. You know, it's easier to reject somebody else before you're rejected. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. By through, and that or through, through self. Or reject yourself you. So just be that's, like, this is going to happen, so let me not let it happen. But that's the same thing as you rejecting them, right? Right. Because what I'm saying is, like, this would be the most ideal uh, example would be, yeah, okay, I meet you. And I'm like, mm, I don't know, like, I don't know, maybe he's going to reject me. Maybe he's not going to want this. So I'm just going to do everything to self-sabotage myself. Or I'm going to make it so, like, he doesn't want me. Like, you know, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I I'm going to, like, I'm going to make it, like, I'm going to validate why he's rejecting this. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, wait, what? That's literally uh, sabotaging yourself. And then, um, I was scared of being seen as well and like living truly to myself because I think it's that brings one. a lot of misunderstanding from people. And I think too, when you're in this world in society with being around other people, a lot of people want to be like other people. It's really hard to try to be comfortable with being yourself because you're so yeah. misperceived um and everybody wants to fit in like at the end of the day a lot of a lot of people want to fit in sorry some people don't care which i'm like obviously beginning to i don't care whatever but sometimes they do but at the same time you're still social creatures and we need yeah not necessarily validation but a group so yeah absolutely it's hard to be by yourself Mm -hmm. i know very well um and you know it but you have you're also lucky enough to have people around you that are very close that are on your wavelength Mm mm-hmm no, very, very small little group, but absolutely. Something. It's something, yes. Yeah. But, but the thing is... Which I love being by myself, though. I'm not going to lie. Right. But if you're on that transition, make sure you just be 100% yourself, and it's going to be cold alone for a while, or it could be, or it could be that you find the right people. But once you're um, you're 100% yourself, then you're going to find people that are 100% like you, and you'll find that group. Once you're... you're also, to add that, add to that, once we are 100% ourselves, we are 100% okay with being alone without okay. it being lonely. There's a difference between being alone and being right, lonely. Right, right. So just but, an additive, but noted. But that's the only way to bring people um, into your life that are on your wavelength. Is to be one hundred percent your wavelength. Yes, absolutely. Because you attract like, what you are. Exactly. Well, because so. a lot of people are, are not changing, and then hoping, well, why do you do these people in my life? Well, you're not that person. Mm-hmm. So you got to mm-hmm. be that person. Be alone, and then those people come. There's mm-hmm. steps to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. just be like I want that, and but I'm not that. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a good way to put you're it. Not right. for sure. Yeah, and um, this ties into, I guess, self-worth and scared of being seen, but I had a lot of fears around my, about, like, around my work when I had worked that corporate job and I was trying to develop. It was really hard to believe in my abilities to do it, and I was really just, it also was, like, I was very um, nervous and fearful of speaking like uh, even speaking one on one with people, like I had a really, I had a pretty good amount of social anxiety. It was very uncomfortable to have conversations with people I really wasn't, people I wasn't really close to. Right. 
Right. It was really hard to have conversations with people like that. And I know people might not even know that about me. I feel like a lot of people don't know that about me. But yeah, it's because, but way. I think it was so, I think it was because it was so, I used so many different defense mechanisms. Like I was sarcastic. So, so, so oh. sarcastic. And which I am now, but like there's a difference. Like I can be oh. sarcastic and like I can understand that it's not me. Um, trying to protect something trying to protect like an awkward moment within an interaction or something like that but i use a lot of sarcasm i use a lot of sass and passiveness and things that were not in true alignment with who i am at the core um and i think that goes back to my um my fear of being seen and fear of trusting yourself trusting myself yeah and that all manifested and that all manifested in like ways of like social anxiety and just being out of alignment and being very fearful. So, yeah, I remember that was a really, really big fear of mine when I was trying to develop. I had to really, like, just challenge myself in so many ways. Like, I remember reading a Brene Brown book, and it was very it was very empowering. It was really nice um, to learn about the ways that you can go about it um, in, the, in a professional manner, obviously. Like, just trying to have different conversations with people. Like, really challenging myself, but... Now what I know is that literally was just challenging my own thoughts and my own way of that's being is, really yeah. is what I went back to. And yeah, that's, those are, oh, my fear of mice. I have a slight fear, like a slight, as you call it, what kind of fear do you call it? Irrational? Irrational, but the more I think about it. It's uh, not was, irrational. You were scared, scared of spiders. spiders so. so I didn't say it. This... In this episode, yeah, but the last episode, he was definitely just well, going okay, for look, it. But you grow, least, we grow, we grow. You're, you're a different person for, than you are from yesterday. I will admit that, Right. Sure. Is that what you're saying? Is that what your is, is that what your subconscious is no, dying to say at me? On, but yeah. What? So, but yeah. Um, you're gonna defend yourself about spiders? How they're it, different? But I still believe that you have to face that. Well, sure, you believe it. That's your belief. Okay, so you're never gonna face it. Maybe when I feel like I'm not gonna forcefully for, uh, do it, that can be traumatizing. If I forcefully force myself, if I forcefully force myself, if I force myself to do something that is really, really, really discomforting, I have to really just try baby steps. Like we, like I said, I saw five. I saw like five or six mice when we first met. Like the first, I my fears. That, first that few weeks. The I first go. few weeks. Yeah. And like then it got easier. Right. It gets easier. I just gotta, you know, pet one, find one. Pet I was one. saying why I was scared. I was scared. I'm well, I am a little scared of them because they are so quick they're so fast and i had that and i had the fear and i told you why and this is why i this is why it's more so validating in my opinion but i had the fear from a young age because i lived in my childhood home it was like behind a canyon and during different seasons mice would come into the garage and then therefore come into the house and i would always be super super fearful um and always on edge. I was always no, on edge. Right no, I'm fine. I was always on edge about it. And it just wasn't ideal. It wasn't ideal. And it, now it's um, trickling. It trickled into my adult life. And I'm working so, on it. I'm working oh, yeah. on it. Uh, so, yeah. Let's talk about your uh, the ways that you face your fears. Okay. It's a long story. Are you ready? Okay. So... The fears that I was scared of the world, scared to live, scared of everything you could imagine, I was scared. All of these fears, uh, just the fear itself in general, and not trusting myself being raised. I'm not going to say she, she's a wonderful mother and stuff, but just because of that circumstance, I adapted and I uh, was pushed well, a certain way. Yeah, that I mean, you 
the way that you are brought up, everybody has this by in different. Everybody right. has so this in different fault. ways. It's no, absolutely, it it's nobody's fault. No, so, your but, mom did but, her best. She did the best she no, could. She did a good you know? job. Yeah, but, absolutely. But just the effects. It of could have been a lot worse. The effects of being yeah Same. right. The effects of being uh, overprotected led me to be scared of everything. Scared yeah. to trust myself. Yeah. Scared, which led to a lot of self hate, self loathing, self uh, disrespect, horrible thoughts, and horrible things to myself all the time. Got really bad. Mm -hmm. um, so then, which that led to me saying, you know, one day I was like, I've had enough and I'm not going to let fear live my life for me. I'm going to live life. So uh, I just started facing fears because I know fear is Just that day and a snap of a, a thought? Snap of fingers. And uh, snap of a finger. And uh, one day, I think it was, it was heights. Uh, I remember I went out to this rock down in La Jolla, I think. Yeah. But it wasn't, it wasn't Bear Claw. It wasn't the La Jolla cliffs or whatever it was bear claw it's that rock right to the right of the cove it's oh, like 20 feet 25 feet i have high, no whatever. idea so it's to the left of that but it was just a rock like a five foot high rock and i was so scared of heights that i couldn't drop off of that so i was just trembling up there and uh but i had to face it um so and it I, goes into the ocean or to yeah, water yeah, it's just, obviously yeah, it's just water, but it's just a rock five feet off the ground i was so yeah, scared yeah. of that that's how yeah. scared i was so i jumped in and then uh long story story i started jumping off everything sorry <laughs> piers everything Rocks, bigger rocks, piers, roller coasters, higher roller coasters. Then, and every time I was scared to death. And then now I skydive. But the point of the story is, I just started facing my fears head on because I knew that I had to take my life back. And once you yeah. do that, this is where I found I faced all these fears, and this is where I found uh, self love, self respect. I found everything there. Because and you're free. Because you're I'm freeing free, yourself. I'm my life you're freeing your true oh, self. Exactly. Free my true you're self. jumping out of the box. Jumping out of the box. And and um and all of these taught me something else. All mm -hmm. of these like we'll talk about it later, but I have a piece on this called The Mirror about it goes in depth about how I faced all these fears and what they did for me and how I view fear as more of a mirror, uh, to show a reflection of yourself as opposed to something to be scared of. Mm -hmm. But um yeah, so I faced all these fears. The best way to do it is head on. And I found all my self-love, confidence, self-respect. Um, so real quick, yeah, so the spiders, I went around and caught every spider in my house. I started <laughs> catching black widows. And then I felt after that, I was like, okay, this is conquered. I was comfortable with them. Fear of embarrassment, I started taking dance classes. Still scared, but, you know, I want to go back and do it. Uh, fear of beetles started giving blood. And the list goes on. Um, fear of being... Seeing naked, I started going to nude beach. Mm -hmm. I took you there one time. Uh, I was <laughs> I'm scared. not scared of being naked, but yeah. But it's still cool though. It's no, still, absolutely. Uh, I was scared of uh, making it on my own, as I say. So to face that, um, I went from San Diego and I moved to downtown Brooklyn because everyone says if you can live in New York, you can live anywhere. So got to prove. Is I'm that what they say? That's what they say. That's what yeah, they say. Yeah, here it's not lovely there. It's it's a different world and. Um, shook me up but i made it and i how uh, long did you live there a year and six months that's a long time it's a long time new york's a hell of a place though it's and it's expensive hate. as hell there it's expensive but so is california but it's a lot more expensive than california uh, you lived in a shoebox for how much oh yeah uh, i paid like 800 dollars for a shoe yeah box that's insane jesse three, three other roommates that's insane shared one bathroom Oh my god! Oh nuts. no! One bathroom. Sure Diego, Were there at least girls? Like there was clean. A girl there, but she was an animal. So. Oh man. Um. Oh, that's but, terrifying. But yeah, so that's how I found. Uh, that's how I faced all these fears, and um. Just doing them head on. Just doing head on. 
Um, and do you think that truly you're not fearful of them anymore? No, that's the thing. That's a beautiful question because I still am, I have a lot of fear in my heart about death, about everything. Uh, I think there's some people on this earth that are super fearful, super scared. Yeah, a lot but, of people. A lot of people. But there's you know, two groups, those that run from fear or those that run to fear. I think there's three and groups. What's the third? Those are at peace with fear. Well, that's and what then, I mean. That's okay. So no, I think this. those are three different ones, actually. Okay, well, three different ones then. Yeah. Okay, well, so you're in the middle. You are at peace with fear. I, For the most part, I am. Unless it's an irrational fear and it's like going to threaten my life in the moment, right, then right. maybe I'm a little. Mm. Um, so I'm the type that runs to fear. Now I used to run away from it, but now I run to fear. Um, I love the fear. Sorry, not irrational fear. Irrational fear. What? I said if it's an irrational fear. Irrational. I fear. mean. A rational fear, right? Yeah, rational. Yeah, yeah. I need a rational I, I, fear. Yeah, I know. You didn't get that. I didn't catch it. Yeah, well, you caught yourself. I know. Sorry um, to cut you off there. So, rational fear. Uh, but, yeah, so I still run to fear, and I, I'm becoming more at peace with it, but I still love to do things that make me scared because I know... Does that make you an adrenaline junkie, maybe? Oh, hell yeah. And I like mm. that. And there's a lot of people out there. Uh, uh, Jeb Corliss... I think that's his last no name. I don't Jeb. One of my favorite people in the world. Jeb. Jeb. Yeah. Mm. He's very fearful too. Just like how the same thing. I had, um, I don't want to go too into deep, into deep detail about this, but he was very fearful as well. Uh, he's a he's a base jumper and um, wingsuit mm. pilot. And a what? Wingsuit pilot. Wingsuit pilot? So you have a um, uh, synthetic suit that uh, has air flaps between your arms and legs. So you jump. And you fall and you glide down. You glide. And I guess you can glide three feet for every foot you fall, maybe. I think that's the ratio. And so you can glide through. I'll show you some videos. It's amazing. How high do you glide? Oh, as high as you know. Well, you jump from as high as you want, but 13. We jump at, we scout up before 13,000. So oh my. jump from there. But he's done some crazy mountain. That sounds insane. And it's, it's proximity. So you want to get as close to possible to the land as possible. So, but it's the same. But what do you mean you want to get as close to the land? Of course you would. You have to land at some point, right? What do you no, mean? No, uh, through mountains and uh, through mountain peaks and stuff. So he's he's trying to get you close as, as to the rock faces and whatever. Uh, and then glide? And then glide through them, oh, glide no. over them, glide oh, around right. them. That just sounds like you it's want a shot beautiful. of adrenaline. But that's the thing. These people are extremely that. scared people, and like myself. And um, people think, they look at us like, oh, well... You have no fear. You're crazy. You know, whatever. But we're the most fearful people. We just see it differently, and we run towards fear rather than we look over at these things like, "God damn, that scares me. Let's do it." Yeah, you know? that's an that's yeah. That's about. a that's a mindset for sure. Yeah. Definitely, I love it. definitely. I think my mindset in regards to fear is similar in some aspects, but it's different because I don't think I had the same fears that you had. Like I'm down. Like something could scare me, but I'm still down for it. Right. Like I'm not. I. You know but, how but I am. Up, yeah, but you grew up, uh, I feel like you grew up trusting yourself. You had trust with yourself. Anyway. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's so different. That's Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's obviously different because, like, our up upbringings were different and, like, the things that we've experienced were obviously totally different. So, um, so yeah, similar in the aspect that I do, I did have to face, like, these fears dead on, some of them, um, or head on. Right. <laughs> head on. Uh, I had to face the fear of, like, my work, um, that work situation like I had to do that like I just it was really uncomfortable I didn't want to like talk to people like 
um, people are in higher positions or even people in the same position. It was really intimidating for me. It was very, very intimidated. And that all goes back to, in my opinion, self-worth and not trusting myself and uh, being fearful of being seen for who I am, like trying to really make myself small. And that's, like and that's the, our biggest problem society today. I'm yeah. scared of being seen. Exactly. But who wants to talk about it? So I'm yeah. To you. yeah. And so it was really uncomfortable and I just had to do it. I just had to, you know, um, just every single every single um, situation, you know, that I was put in, I just had to go about it and like kind of get it, you know, get it done with. And at, like like we talked about in this other episode that we recorded, but when I first got into the role, one it was really uncomfortable for me to get into the role because you have to go into these interviews and like it was right. so intimidating. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so intense. There's so much pressure, but literally, and what it's always. Corporate. So it's like you got to say you have, you have to you say like these say right this, words. This absolutely, absolutely. So it's very, very intense. Very intense. Like you have to, I, you have to create an identity essentially with, you know, what you have to box yourself up with a bow on it and be like, this is who I am. I present myself, and I'm good enough for this position. And it was really, really hard to do that. But something that got me through that, though, actually, is one, yes, doing it, but then also two, realizing that a lot of it is made up in my mind. Um, a lot of the fears that we create are made up in our minds and anxiety truly not, I'm not a doctor or anything. And this is my opinion. But you have life experience. So that's- yeah. This is my opinion. Uh, I think anxiety, a lot of, we all, like so many people deal with anxiety and I even deal with anxiety, anxiety, even still to this point, even knowing these thoughts, cause it's so powerful. Um, anxiety that is, is so powerful and can take over us at any moment, but just understanding what it is, and a lot of the times it's our thoughts working against us, right. and um, anxiety, you can, it triggers this, so anxiety a lot of the times is triggered by just a thought, right? Your yeah. thoughts can tell your body that you're in, it gives off the, the fight or flight, right? So that really tells your body that you're, like, you're being attacked by a bear, basically. When you're being attacked by a bear, you're going to go into the same, your nervous system is going to go into the same exact response it is when you have a really, really bad thought. Or like a limiting belief that it's literally insane. So when I realized that, I was able to put it into perspective in terms of like, this is just another human being that I'm experiencing, that I'm talking to. They're no higher than I am. They're no different than I am. So that really helped me trying to... Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, what what is it? Well, what they say and what you say, which is correct but extremely annoying, is um, in, in this moment, nothing is wrong. Be at mm-hmm. peace, live in this moment. Because mm-hmm. anxiety is always about something that's going to happen or mm-hmm. something that yes. happened. Yes. In, in this moment, everything is at What peace. is happening in this moment? That goes yeah. back to, right, being mindful and practicing being present. Which uh, is the hardest thing. But. Which is very hard, yes. But when you're present, yeah, a lot of the, yes, what you're saying is like a lot of the times anxiety is triggered by your thoughts, right? So it's something that we're perceiving that was from a past experience and or a future experience. We can't control the past. We can't control or predict the future. So you can only live in this moment because this moment is literally all we have and it's the truth. So understanding that. And your mind loves trying to predict predict. Oh, absolutely. Our our minds love that. Oh, we want to know everything. Yeah, as humans, we want to know everything. Oh, yeah. We don't have an answer. We make up an answer. We make up an answer based off of a past experience and a future. Yeah. And so, yeah. So that was how I faced that fear. And... Just also through the so- okay, so then the social anxiety that I had, I faced that through just talking with people, 
and people that I probably wouldn't talk to. Like, I was a person, like, if I knew you, like, sure, I'd say something. But honestly, like, if I knew you and went to school together and I haven't seen you in years, like, I would dodge. Like, I don't want to see you. I don't want to talk to you. Now I can be like, oh, my God, hey, like, how are you? Like, how are you doing? Like, I can be present. But it was really just uncomfortable for me. Like, I didn't want to be seen. I didn't want to talk to people if I didn't have to. If I could duck, duck away and, like, not say anything, I would do that. Um, and well, so... So it's the best. It's immersion therapy or yeah, exposure therapy. Yeah, exposure therapy. You just have to do it. Yeah. yeah just take baby steps. Yeah. Baby steps, yeah. yeah. And so I remember when we first met, like, talking, you talking to me. I was like, I would never talk to you. Why are you talking to me? Like, I probably wouldn't. I would just be like, oh, yeah, yeah sure. Oh, you're talking about our first conversation on the beach? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that story. Yeah. Well, we can say that start for another time, but when we first talked... Why? Um, it was a good conversation. Why not? We have nothing but time, Jesse. Why are you in a rush? It was a good conversation. Why are you in a rush? I can feel rush. you're in a rush. I can feel your energy. I'm, I'm your energy's rushing me. I don't like it. I feel like you're not projecting. I'm not projecting. I'm so calm. I'm so relaxed. Oh, well, so the first conversation, it was a good conversation. Yeah, it was good, but, but I'm just saying, saying I would have never that. entertained it. I would have never entertained it. I would have just been like, okay, yeah, huh? It was easier for me to be like, oh, okay, yeah, huh? We'll have a good day and like end it, you know? Right. But that time I was like, oh, okay. Like I was really going, I remember, like I was I was so much alone with myself that I would have so much reflection time and introspection and like just conversating, with, like just, you know, being one with myself. So I remember like, you know, why don't I challenge myself? If I'm so socially anxious, like why don't I challenge myself by just having conversations with people? Um, so yeah, when you approached me, I was like, okay, well, perfect opportunity. opportunity. Like this is a stranger. I don't know this person and it's a male which was very uncomfortable for me very very uncomfortable for me to talk to men like when I, I mean I was in a long-term relationship so I never really talked to men I didn't have men male friends so I'm always like like how do I act how do I talk I don't know and not saying that well, my first interaction was ne- no I mean I, no that's something I really tried to practice when I when I did like another thing is like not judging I was really going Going through but that I would time of if you judged it, that of course you would because sense. that's what everybody does. But I was really going through a time where I was trying to process things a lot differently, trying to not be in my head about it, trying to be very, very open. So with being open, I tried to perceive it in the aspect of like I don't know this person. I truly don't know this person. They can have the best intentions. They can have the worst intentions. It's just about trusting the moment, and that's going into yeah. my next way of facing fears: is trusting the moment, trusting the process, trusting myself. Um, and understanding that everything, every interaction, everything in life is just a teaching and a lesson. And, to, and you, you apply it to the future and you grow and you expand. Because well, what happened? You said, yes, okay, well, let me give this, uh, let me entertain this just to see because I don't know. You said that, right? And look what we're doing, our history. Well, we were and then now we're doing a podcast. Yeah. So you're just going to grow no matter what yeah, it is. Exactly. Good or bad, you're going to learn. That's exactly. what it's all about learning. So then either you're on the right path or you can recorrect. For next time, now you know, and then you can get back or towards the right path. Everything I I just yeah truly believe that everything that I've experienced, I don't like to even say good or bad because it's like oh, what's yes. good or bad, like what's that? Like they're all the same, um, because really really bad negative experience can change my life. Like having oh, dealing with the thyroid cancer, people thought that that was going to be so oh, bad. Yeah. Like my family was so sad. I thought it was so fun. Like I thought it was so well, fun learning about myself, like learning how I can change and how I can adapt and all of the knowledge that I didn't understand and didn't know. And that really was a catalyst for like so much growth in my life. Um, but that could have been a really sad experience and like, yeah, the same you know what I mean? It could have just taken me into this deep, dark hole of like and the whatever. Thing, and the depression. Thing is, if, if it took your mind, if it took the power of your mind, yeah. then the you're cancer de- could have taken you probably. because you're weakening your immune system, exactly. your body, and your you're energy, your life like, force. Okay, here. Exactly. Yeah. You're solidifying the the um, 
the disease to exactly. take over yeah, yeah, and create disease. And you're like, if it's not a problem, if you acknowledge that it's not a problem, then it's, it's a lot less manifestation, yeah. absolutely. And I did that. I feel like subconsciously, or un- yeah, subconsciously. I feel like I, I didn't intentionally do that. Like I really just was like, what the yeah, subconsciously? But subconsciously, I feel like that's how it manifested in my life. But yeah, so faith, trusting. Um, what did you say? Not immersion therapy, oh, exposure uh, therapy, therapy. absolutely, best, yeah. and just changing the way that you think and perceive situations and challenging yourself. Um, those are the ways that I truly was able to face my fears. And I really think that it always comes back to, excuse me. I think it always comes back to, um, I think fears, a lot of fears are are rooted in our limiting beliefs around ourselves and our potential. And when you start to believe that you're, um, you have all potentials that it, it really eliminates a lot of those, those but, fears, I think. But, yeah, of course. But it's just easier to, to be scared and not change, to be in a simple yeah. living state. Yeah. To be like, I, did, I do this, this, and this. I'm scared of this, this, and that. And I'm only one-sided in this. And a lot and of it's people are comfortable like that. Uh, com- that's comfortability not is lovely to people. Lot. Comfortability yeah. is great. Oh, but, yeah. what you know, you have to be able to be uncomfortable to expand and to grow in your life. Absolutely. Being uncomfortable is the key to, like we talked about, creativity is the key mm-hmm. to life. You got to, that's how you grow. And yeah. and also I learned that the worst, people are scared of the worst possible outcome when something, yeah, right? You go to the worst possible outcome. So like in the fear of heights. So when I was doing the roller coasters, I was scared of death. So I started telling myself, okay, well, I'm going to ride this. I'm going to die. It's going to come off the rails and I'm going to die. And yeah, it sounds insane, right? But I'm like, all right. And then they just calm me down because if once I'm at one with the worst possible scenario, for some reason, it made me calm. It made me like, okay, yeah. well, that's what's going to happen. Because you're preparing yourself maybe mentally or something like that? Yeah, I'm not like sure. Like you're just coming to peace. It was so funny. Yeah, because cause I just accepted it as a reality hmm. and, I, and I was cool with it. And I was so much calmer because hmm. if you're scared of what's not going to happen, I guess your mind just wants to know. It just wants to know. It wants a solution. It wants a solution. It's just scared to not So give it a solution and then come to peace with it. Exactly. Give it a solution and then come to peace with it. That's a way of going about it. I think for me, I perceive it differently. I'm just like, whatever happens, happens. That too. Yeah. But but the point is just, just, oh oh man, if you want to find yourself, if you're struggling with self-love, self-respect, confidence, if you're struggling with any of that, face your fears. Whatever fears you have. If you don't think it's related to what you're scared of, do it anyways. Start small. Um, I think you learn so much about yourself. Oh, yeah. Challenge yourself. Yeah. Um, it definitely just leads to expansion. Either way, Be it leads to expanding. And learning. Yeah, so absolutely. I, yeah, I, I think it really does teach you a lot about yourself. And you're able to grow in ways cool. that you didn't know. Exactly. And the thing is, um, if like last time, we're, we're talking about um, people trying to find their path. I think we touched on that. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Or one of our regular conversations. Yeah. Um, people trying to find their path. And people are like, okay, well, um, this, this, and all, whatever. I still haven't found a path. I still haven't found what I'm true, truly passionate about. So then go be uncomfortable. I found mm-hmm. being a writer, being scared of writing, when I moved to Brooklyn and mm-hmm. just moved. I didn't know I was going to be a writer, but that's what kicked off the story of um, of my first book. Mm. So I would not have, have written that book if I didn't put myself Well, it goes back into – it goes back into – the ideas, the ideologies that we create and the beliefs that we identify with, right? So there, it's a, all about the limiting beliefs. Like we limit our potential. We limit our potential. And I'm this. I'm just this. I'm supposed to go to work. Exactly. This is my nine to five job. And or like I'm supposed to work for this person or I'm supposed to be doing this. But like I perceive life as like I might like this today, but I can like this tomorrow. 
Like it can be all of me. It goes back to societal expectations. Like we're always, I mean, I don't know who taught us this, but we're taught, you know, like when you're 20, like, or I remember thinking like when I'm 18, I'm moving out. Like I'm moving yeah, out. Right. I'm an adult. Like, it's like, what the fuck are you actually doing? Conversation. I'm like, we're kids. I'm a fucking kid. I, I still perceive it. I, I just actually started to perceive it that way. Like I'm a kid because I am learning so much about myself right now. Like it's insane. Like really, if you think about it, if you live, like, I think I'm going to live to like, I'm, I like to say I'm going to live till I'm, I'm like a hundred, whatever. I, I, I think that's amazing. Um, but really, that's a quarter of your life. Like, you're a child then. That's insane. So what I'm saying is that you have so much life and you have so much potential. And we limit ourselves with the beliefs that we have um, and the ideas that we have about ourselves. But we have so many different forms of expression um, if we allow ourselves to believe it, you know? Right. Like, I never thought I would be this person that I am today. Not saying that I'm even creating a bunch of crazy shit, but just the perception that I have and the way that I live my life now, the way that I used to live. I used to get up in the morning, eat hot Cheetos for breakfast and like, you know, watch Netflix all day. Not saying that there's any shade if people do that, but like now I would never do something like that. So it's just very interesting. Like you can, you can change yourself any second, any day, any moment. And um, and and you just adapt. Definitely. And the thing is, it all comes back to being uncomfortable and comfort. And, uh, comfort. Yeah, absolutely. All these people are taught to be comfortable, and they're comfortable. And the thing about comfortability is you get comfortable. We're all taught that. Huh? Not, not these people, but we're all taught we're that. All, no, that's what I'm saying. All, we're yeah, all taught that. Yeah. I don't associate with society. We'll have that conversation another time, but I'm not part of this. Um, we are a part of it, but we don't, you don't I agree. Disagree. We but are a part of it because I'm we're all, one I'm a consciousness. Part of it only the fact that I'm not a part of it. That's why we're a part of it, but equal, we've already had this conversation, Jesse. Every ha- everything has a supporting I, opposite. I understand that exactly. That's why I'm, which, that's true. But let me tie this back. Let that's me tie this true. back to your friend giving up on his dreams. I don't care if you're 80 years old; you never give up on a dream. Of course not. However, in the support, there's always a supporting opposite. Everything, good, bad, wet, cold, everything, right? Wet, cold, hot, cold, everything in this universe. To um, yeah, it's all uh, contrasting aspects absolutely but is, they're all but, the same but what i'm going to say is to the quantum level is all the same. supporting opposites but they're all the same what well what i'm saying is uh the person that gave up on their dreams he has to exist for me because exactly. i'm never giving up he sure. has to exist for me to exist sure. so don't give up your dreams um someone has to but just don't let it he be hasn't there. given up on his dreams though too that's the thing too well, no, but people understanding are, yeah i'm like even understanding that, like Exactly, and there's people like us that need to remind these people, like, don't give up on your dreams. So after he's like, oh my god, thank you guys, like, thanks well, for having that conversation. You know right, what I mean? Which is great, to, but absolutely, yeah. Don't. I mean, yeah, you should not give up on yourselves. Um, oh yeah, no, I. That's just that's just insane. It's no, nonsense. It's, but so many people do absolutely. It's just very easy to get caught up in this this realm well, of it, life. Like it, it comes back to comfortable, or uncomfortable. That is too nice being comfortable. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I was gonna say something else right now. I was going to say, um, oh, yeah, it didn't actually make sense. Never mind. Just say it. No, I was going to say, about, to counter what you were saying, like, just viewing everything. You said that you're separate from society, mm. which, sure, that's your belief. But I'm like, no, like, I don't, I mean, like, we're all, like, I yeah. I like to perceive, like I've told you before, like, I like to perceive everybody as, like, it's like a mirror, like, I'm just looking at a different version of myself. And when I can look at somebody else who's frustrating me, and I'm not perfect. There's times where I'll be pissed, sure. Somebody can piss me off. I don't rage out like I used to. I used to get really bad car road rage. So I really challenge myself to not rage out on the road anymore. Uh, or just really understanding my reactions a lot more because I realize I'm giving away all of my energy and my power. And I did that through understanding that 
we are one um we are one consciousness so this form of consciousness and is expressing themselves in a really um interesting way you know whatever that is we don't have to label it good bad it might not be the best right um right. but yeah. understanding that that's just that's there that's where they're at in their life right so now show compassion showing compassion separation. showing see exactly well, showing no, compassion I, that. Separation. I, just, I just said it wrong then I, I am at no part in agreement with how the majority of people carry themselves but then again that. it's just if we're setting them to an expectation i get what you're saying you can pick everything you can pick everything but what i'm saying is at this point like it doesn't i get it yeah, yeah i agree i can see all aspects i get it i agree i mean i do yeah i understand that you know what i'm trying to say at least. i know what you're saying absolutely i'm just saying how i counter those thoughts myself personally you know because it's easy to have those thoughts and then you go into these you go into the spiral of reaction yeah. reaction and triggers and, you, you and hate and, and anger and yeah, you're giving yeah. your power away, and then it's like, okay, you're only depleting yourself. Like, okay. Uh, so, yes. I think that fears also bring a – I don't know if we touched base on this really, but I think that fears bring a lot – well, we kind of did – a lot of – a lot into your life, right? So there's guides to fears, um, and then there's uh, limits to fears, right? So I think the guides to fears are that it does lead to resiliency – it leads to expansion. It leads to you actually tapping into different aspects of yourself that you may not have been exposed to and freeing yourself. I think it's very, very liberating when you challenge yourself and you face your fears. And it's just amazing. It's like it's nice to accomplish something like that. I mean, I'm sure you can speak to uh, something that scares the hell out of you. Um, That's where we get the self-love and stuff. Like and you know what's funny about fears? I just had this random thought. Remember when we were in Costa Rica and like we did that like the Tarzan swing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like I was so fine. You know, it's so fine. It's like right when we get to the top, I'm like, <gasps> you were so I'm so scared. Yeah, you were chill. I'm I was so surprised. Chill. I thought you'd be scared, but right. It doesn't. It just doesn't. You up. I don't know why. I just don't because I, I think that I've gotten to the point where I don't let my mind go there. Until I don't let my mind there. until I'm there, and then yeah, I'm like, oh, real. okay, it fuck. I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, yeah. I was really fucking scared up there. Of course. Oh, absolutely. I was like, I want to do it again. Yeah, yeah. It was insane. Intensely scary. It was, it was so scary. But it was, but it was beautiful. Yes. At the end, it was uh, definitely beautiful. And I knew that. I knew that it would be. You know what I mean? Like, I knew right. that it would be, but it's still, that's just still but, how my body, my mind works. My, you know. Well, yeah, a lot of people, and then they just have their thoughts of how beautiful it's going to be are overridden by their fear. Yeah. But you didn't let it override. Yeah. You just, so I acknowledge the fear, but it's. I can acknowledge it all. I think that's, that's make sure, the. Make sure you acknowledge the fear. The fear is supposed to be absolutely. the real fault with it. Yeah. But just, you're given, you're given fear and you can either use it to grow or you can use it, or you can use it to evolve or devolve. I think, yes. I think I, I'm able to acknowledge it all. Like, and that's, it's, it's, it's interesting and it's all, it's beautiful actually. It's really amazing that I can perceive it that way because. Yeah, I can I can I can acknowledge it all. I can be here and I can be super freaking scared, and then I can also be like, uh, "This is super amazing. Like, this is a beautiful, you know, a beautiful place to be." Beautiful place, jungle. There's monkeys yeah. there. Yeah, so right above fun. us. That was really awesome. So, yeah, just a funny little side note, but I do think yes, there are guides to fears, and there are limits to fears. I think that there are a lot of a lim- There are a lot of limits well, to fears. It's either a guide or a limit. Yeah. The most limiting yeah. or the most guiding. Mm-hmm. So you could either set. Or whatever you want to accept, it's up to you. Mm-hmm. I would so say it could just it could either literally take your life and live it for you, or it can you can take your life back and live your own life. I, guess. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, I think that's true, and it goes back to the analogy of like you're putting yourself into these boxes that don't 
that are not met you're not supposed to be in a box like you know and i think that that's what that's what that's what i mean by limiting you're limiting your potential you're limiting your abilities you're limiting your growth um you're you're limiting so much and it's just not true it's not true and you're limiting your um limiting your uh, your ability to give that was gonna i was thinking that absolutely how many people are scared to do a podcast? How many people are scared to write a book? How many people are scared to... I was scared to do this. Put themselves out there. Yeah, yeah. we need that in the world right now. We need people helping. You were scared to do this. I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> I know I'm scared. You're like, but I'm, I'm just a guest. Because I run to fear. But you're here every time. Uh, yeah, I don't listen. It doesn't matter what we call it. That is that I'm here. Right? You don't like the labels, yeah. Yeah, I'm scared of commitment. Yeah. Yes, he's scared of commitment. But I'm honest about all of it. Oh. That's all that matters. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. This was very, very scary for me to do. And, I, and I'll say, after doing it... A few times did it with Emery and creating that podcast. I was very scared. I couldn't even watch the video. Yeah. I couldn't even couldn't watch, watch the video. The video <laughs> I couldn't watch the video that back, which is very interesting. Yeah. I, you wanted to watch it with me. I'm like, no, I, you, I have to watch it alone. Cover my eyes, cover the screen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so awkward. But now, I mean, look at you now. Yeah, and that was just that was just like a few months ago or a month or so ago. And it's just, yeah, that's just what life is about. You just have to do those things. You just have to build the build the resiliency. And then, you know, right. you got to get yourself there. So, I, I definitely say that there are a lot of limits and or fears. I'm sorry, a lot of limits and or guides, depending on how you're looking at it and perceiving it. And yeah. um, another thing that I tapped into in the last episode, one that we lost, was um, tying this in, this little aspect, but this little piece that I like to tie in, uh, understanding your intuition versus understanding your insecurities, because I oh. think that leads to fears as well. In right. a sense, um, well, I still don't know the difference. You can't like I feel it's like hard. we talked about. I can't tell when my body's trying to set me or my my subconscious trying to set me up or trying to help me. But because I, I'm self sabotaging. Exactly, self sabotaging comes in when you don't trust yourself. You don't well, have the faith. How do I know? How can I trust? You yeah, have to have so, the yeah. faith. You have to have faith. The faith that is right, and he's not trying to set you up. Faith, 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 faith. I think that I have faith in so many things now. I used to not. I used that to be work, so. Yeah hopeless or whatever um but i think having faith and really just surrendering and trusting the process and myself um has really been transform uh transformative and i would say that goes back to viewing everything as truly a lesson because i think that the fear comes in um, when you're scared to make a wrong choice. When you're scared to make a wrong choice. When you realize there is no wrong choice that it's going to make you or help you grow either way, then you relax and trust yourself. And then once you trust yourself that you are making the right decision, mm-hmm. then more deci- right decisions will come. Exactly. You know? it, more faith building will more come. Faith building, more surrendering. Then, more trust. It's a circle full circle. Then more faith, more right reactions, more faith, more right reactions. Mm-hmm. But see, that's my problem. I don't trust once or whatever, and then say something bad happens. Like, oh, we'll see. And then it reconfirms mm-hmm. that loop. Mm-hmm. So don't get in that loop. <laughs> not you don't get in that you're very yeah, aware yeah. <laughs> it's funny that you're very you're so aware about it and they're like yeah. i'm conscious of who's trying to set me up you're trying to set your damn self up sir that's why i don't trust myself <laughs> oh my god <laughs> this is one of the i don't trust myself fully and this is what i need to uh face how are you gonna face that how are you uh, facing that right now i'm curious how are you um, facing that fear of not trusting yourself currently right now what are you doing I'm, for I'm yourself more trying to, to be support present yourself? And I'm more uh, taking everything as a lesson. I'm looking. I'm trying to view everything more as a lesson, rather than uh, something a right being or wrong against decision. you. Because I'm always trying to control everything, as you know. Yeah, exactly. 
So I'm trying to release more trust and have faith in the universe that it's going to work out. It's still there, but it's definitely less than going in the way. I'm, I'm definitely uh, trusting myself more because I, I put way too much pressure on the right outcome. You know, I'm trying to be perfectionist and everything. I'm trying to control everything, and then that's my downfall because I can't control it. Because control is not faith. It's not it's faith. The it's the opposite. It's exactly. Yeah. I think everything integrates into everything. It's really funny. I don't know if yeah. that makes sense, but I think everything ties into everything. So I've learned a lot of modalities and ways to just overcome my limiting thoughts and beliefs um to the to and like that grows your faith right when you're able to release the limiting beliefs and um yeah you're you're able to um to have more faith so i think that which comes back to challenging everything but yeah 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 yeah. i challenge everything well sorry to be go ahead no no that's a conversation i think yeah i was i would i challenge all of my my thoughts all my ways of being um which is a very hard thing to do because when you're challenging your thoughts it's like well what is right what's wrong is this right or is that wrong exactly Exactly. so that's kind of what i mean by when i say um trusting your intuition versus insecurities like when i mean insecurities i mean like when you're in that predicament of like challenging your thoughts and the way that you're perceiving things and all that stuff um the insecurities what i'm what i'm talking about are like the lies that you're telling yourself the false the false truths that you've the created yeah, the falsities and the limiting yourself. beliefs exactly you have to know yourself so spending a lot of time alone i spent a lot of time alone so, i spent yeah. a lot of time in meditation a lot of time doing yoga um and that really just helped me connect to myself and eliminate it's so important to eliminate all of the external and uh external stimulus stimulants exactly so what's so what's the takeaway from here that's um from this point is first at the base get to know yourself first. yes absolutely is finding yourself finding yourself and then so you know what because it's like is this even a fear of mine i think we talked about this in the last episode like some fears that 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 you know some people do have are fears that they've adopted from other people the biggest thing that's helped me overcome my fears is changing the way i think about things changing my perspective understanding what an immediate threat is and what is not an immediate threat um because my biggest fears were triggered from anxiety your your fears were triggered from your upbringing so obviously totally different experiences i guess from untrust from your upbringing, if that's what it yeah, cultivated yeah. Yeah, for you, if that's sure. what I mean, how it manifests is what you're saying, how it manifested in your reality, in your adult life. So it's totally different, two different perspectives on it. And um, yeah, I, I just think that. Well, that, so, yeah. What? Sorry, go ahead. So now you think that what? I didn't mean Nothing. To. Go ahead. No, I didn't mean to. I know, go ahead. It was accidental. Go ahead. But I was going to say so um, the key is to face your fears head on, start small, and. Um, uh, Challenge your thoughts and face your thoughts. And get to know yourself. Get to know yourself and know if it's a real thought or if it's an uh, insecurity. If it's like a false thought that you've created, an insecurity, uh, your ego. Know that. And then you'll find yourself. You'll find your path. You'll find self-love, confidence, everything. Absolutely. Be uncomfortable. Yeah. So, you gotta be. There's a little side note, but I start my day every day being uncomfortable. Yeah, I take a cold shower every day. My part of my morning routine is that so uncomfortable for you though? Because I'm just uh, curious. Yeah. Because I'm just curious. I you know I think that. Well, the beginning piece. I don't know. That can create a lot of. I don't know. I don't know if I agree entirely, a hundred percent with that. That's with one perspective. With what? About every like that's an extremist perspective. What? In a sense, like doing you're like I start my day with 
can that, can that, my question, sorry, my question is, can that not evoke emotions of anger because it's unhappy? So Does that not evoke unhappiness? Because I do it. It's, it's why I do it. I do it. Uh, I think it was um, David Goggins that was like, you start your day with something uncomfortable. Yeah. You got to start your day with something uncomfortable because later in the day, you're more likely to be out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. So if you start your day comfort, I'm going to sleep in, I'm going to take a hot shower, I'm going to do this, do this, whatever you're comfortable with, then you're less likely to be uncomfortable. So you have an uncomfortable decision later. Hey, do you want to go do something that you wouldn't usually do? Now nah, let me stay comfortable. If you start uncomfortable, then you're more likely to be like, you know what, let me go try something else uncomfortable. That's my perspective, and it, it's, it's, it's helped me a lot since. And the cold shower, you do get used to it. And yeah. I just do it because it puts me in the best mental state. It's honestly really great. Oh, it's it amazing. Helps with my Absolutely. Depression. It helps. And I, it's it's uh, my substitute for coffee. I don't do stimulants. Mm. So in the morning, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just smacked by the cold yeah, water. Yeah, it... Um... Medically, I believe the cold water activates your vagus nerve, which then I want to say like something to do with your energy. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I feel good. I feel great. But yeah, I learned I about that with Wim Hof and his ice baths and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why do athletes do ice ice baths? They probably or onto something. Or whatever, it's definitely yeah. you know an aspect of it. I would imagine it's relaxation recovery it's very very good for your immune system oh yeah um, well, your mental health and also it makes you become present makes you present in the moment sure. because when yeah. you're um, submerged in cold water i mean cold water therapy you are focusing on your breath and right your body, and your every, body yeah, in this the, moment in this moment so i like that for but, sure but, but yeah the point is make sure every morning do something uncomfortable because later later in the day you're more likely to be doing a couple of things rather than just being comfortable a whole lot. That makes sense. You know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But we're getting sidetracked a lot. So. Yeah, you yeah, keep so, rambling. I'm not talking. You're talking. My bad. Yeah. I'm not scared of anything anymore. Okay. So yeah. So that's how you face it. Oh, I mean, so I, I'm of course sure I'm scared, but I face them. Yeah. So it is what it is. You know. And anybody can get to this point. Yeah. Well, I'm not scared. Of, I'm scared of the world still, but. Oh, I was scared of the she, ocean. Remember? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Swim. I forgot about that. I mean, yeah, I was scared of the ocean when we first met. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Out. Remember? We went in the ocean, and then, or you kept asking me, why don't I go in there? Yeah, you get into your knees. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I was, yeah, I was pretty nervous, and then just, but what I learned, like, what I'm saying through, also through exposure therapy, as we were calling it, is that in fun. those moments, when you're, when you're in that moment, right? So when I was in the ocean water, I, you have... You can have two thoughts. You can be present. Sorry, you can have a few thoughts. Yeah, you can be present, or I can think about what's going to happen to me, or I can think about in the past. But I mean, I never thought about something that happened in the past in the ocean because I didn't have a bad experience in the ocean to, uh, before. What's well, happening? But some people have, yeah. So I feel like you can have three different thoughts. And I remember in that in that moment, like I would have bad thoughts. Like I'd be like, oh my god, someone's going to come and bite me. A shark's going to come and eat me. Right, right. It's like all of these insanely dramatic thoughts. And then I would just counter it with, no, I'm fine. In this moment, I'm fine. In this moment, yeah. I'm fine. In this moment, I'm enjoying that. This water feels really good. The sun feels amazing. I'm swimming. Like, really being present uh, helped a lot. But, but choose, yeah, choose the thoughts you want to focus on. Give your right. attention to And then thoughts. also, you challenged me a lot. To be uncomfortable. I was also just, yeah, going through that aspect in my life where I was realizing that. I was reading a lot of books about that. You know, like, yeah. being uh, being comfortable with becoming uncomfortable. Becoming comfortable with being uncomfortable and what that does for, you know, your life and then just habit changing and um, 
present moment mindfulness so like all of these things you know and then yeah when we met i think i was like oh wow yeah this guy's just an extremist uh so it was kind of like oh okay like i'll just try these things you know whatever and hopefully it's worked out nicely yeah now i have no problem going in the ocean besides the fact when i get an ear infection but the, no i told you you're, you're acting wild and i think that's from the pool anyways no. I told you not to do handstands in the pool. Like, you know, no, that's but I, do you think you're it was from the pool? Air. I think it was from the I ocean. Think you can't be going on water like that. It changes the pressure. That's what I was like. Didn't I warn you about that? I've had a lot of air, air, air water. You wanted to say it again for the camera that you warned me that no, you were no, right? No. Go ahead and say it one more time no, that no, you're no, right. It. Say it one more time yeah, that you're right. right. One more time. Are you good? So I told you. You remember that, right? <laughs> so that kind of wraps it up for me on what fears uh, look like in my past and my current um, aspect of life how I face the fears and the guides and the limits that fears create in anybody's life, I feel like, right? Definitely. So and we're a fear-based society and they keep putting more fear on us. Yeah. So now is the That's time. very important. They will always try to control you with fear. Yeah. Fear is so, so divisive. It's either fear or love. And fear or love, yeah, absolutely. They're going to try to control your fear, so you better be at one with your fear. Fear is very controlling. You're just a puppet. Just like the news. They'll show you what scares you. Oh, man, I got to do this, I got to do that. Just calm down. You're getting lost in the sauce. I'll get real lost. Yeah, I know. So. You gotta stop. Because well, that's uh, true. But God. It's too true. Um, well, we're gonna go ahead and wrap up uh, this episode by leaving a link in the description to a piece that you wrote. So if yeah. you want to go ahead and talk about that little piece uh, that we're gonna go yeah. ahead. So it's called a mirror. And uh, like I was saying before, it's my uh, path from becoming a very scared man to becoming the man that uh, faces fear. It includes the fears I face and how I face them. And uh, yeah, I like it. It's a cool little piece about it my is. soul and its journey. It is. So uh, please check it out. It'd be greatly appreciated. I just want to also note that I wear the same shirt all the oh, time. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about your shirt. I have, they're, they're, all, they're all the same shirt, but I got multiples, many multiples. You just have to explain that to everybody. Because I believe in only supporting uh, myself. I don't want any Nike or any brands on myself. If I'm going to support something, a rocket, it's going to be my brand. I don't want anyone else's clothing on me. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, you'll see me in this shirt all the time, hopefully. If I'm doing it right, I'll be in this shirt, or I'll be in one of my other creations. Yeah. But thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for being here. Of course. Uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and leave the uh, link, like I said, to his piece. I think it's a Google Drive. It's on yeah. Google Drive, so go ahead and leave that link in the description box on YouTube. And... Yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed and leave us some comments. Let us know what you're scared of. Yeah, let me know what you're scared of. Let us know what you're scared of, what your thoughts are, uh, if you resonate with any of this content, if you think we're crazy, all of it. Okay. I love it all. Uh, yeah, so stay tuned. Thank you, guys. Thank you. You're always, like, leaving the pot. Like, you're in a rush. Like, where are you going? <laughs>